You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A It's time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Hello and welcome to episode number 163 of Brewers on Tap. The crew on the West Coast currently finishing up a three-game series with the Oakland A's. And then the road trip will continue through Chicago and then finish up in Pittsburgh. The Brewers currently sit at 57-52. and 52, Just a game back of both the Cubs and the Cardinals in the NL Central. Who's hot right now? Well, Christian Yelich in the middle of an 18-game hitting streak. He has a hit in 22 of his last 23 games. He has a 370 average over the course of his 18-game hitting streak with five home runs and 14 RBIs. Kasten Hira in the 28 games since he was recalled on June 28th, a 340 average, six home runs, 18 driven in, 10 doubles, and two, and two triples as well for Kasten Hira. He was the Brewers Player of the Month for the month of July. The Brewers Pitcher of the Month for July, Chase Anderson, a 2.72 ERA over his last seven starts. That goes all the way back to June 27th. He's allowed just three earned runs in his last, thir- I should say three home runs, in his last 36 and a third innings. Brewers made some deadline moves with the trade deadline coming on Wednesday afternoon. Brewers made a handful of deals leading up to the trade deadline. On Monday, the Brewers traded for Jordan Lyles. Lyles made his second Brewers debut, if you will, after finishing the season last year with the crew in their bullpen. He got the start on Wednesday, went five innings, three hits, and earned run four strikeouts for Jordan Lyles. He is an important piece for the Brewers because they need arms in that rotation. The Brewers sent Cody Ponce back to the Pirates in that deal. They also designated for assignment Marcos Diplon, to clear a spot on the 40-man roster for Jordan Lyles. Deplon then was sent to the Twins for cash considerations. Brewers made another deal on Wednesday. That was Drew Pomeranz, the left-hander for the San Francisco Giants, who had struggled a bit in a starting role but had flourished of late as a reliever. The lefty, five and a third innings, no earned runs out of the bullpen. A guy that has a lot of experience, member of the Padres, member of the Red Sox, and now the crew will use him as another left-handed arm in that bullpen. Ray Black also included in that deal. That's a big-time arm that hasn't maybe been able to get it all put together from a consistency standpoint so far in his career. But Black, a triple-digit fastball, a slider in the upper 80s to low 90s. So he'll be a bullpen piece that will begin in AAA with the San Antonio Missions. The Brewers gave up Mauricio Dubon to get those two pieces back in that deal. Brewers also sent... Fan favorite Jesus Aguilar to the Tampa Bay Rays. The first baseman had struggled for the most part this year. He had been swinging it a little bit better of late. But Aguilar out of options, so the crew send him to Tampa Bay. They get back Jake Faria, who had a really nice year in 2017 in the starting rotation for the Rays. Been used lately out of the bullpen and has been pitching well recently. He was optioned to AAA San Antonio. Also, the crew brought up Trent Grisham. Trent Grisham making his major league debut on Thursday afternoon in Oakland. He has been absolutely red hot for the Brewers uh, at the plate 
uh, over the course of his AAA time, 34 games in AAA, a 381 average, 13 home runs in 34 games, 30 driven in, and six stolen bases. And overall between his time in AA and AAA this year, a 300 average, 26 home runs, 71 RBIs, and 12 stolen bases. Remember, this was a first-round pick from 2015. Grisham had struggled a little bit this year, or not, I shouldn't say this year, up until this year in his career. He's always been a guy that commands the strike zone, draws a lot of walks, but this year he's turned those leverage counts into aggressive swings and a lot of power. So encouraging stuff there for the Brewers. They've made a lot of moves. They've kind of shuffled the deck, so to speak, and they're trying to make a run in the NL Central, just a game back of the Cubs and the Brewers. Let's jump in and break it down, and let's begin with one of the newest Brewers, Jordan Lyles. Let's break it down. It doesn't feel like that long ago you were a Brewer, and now you're back with the crew again for the, the second half of the 2019 season. When you got the news that you'd been dealt to the Brewers, was there a little bit of relief that you were going to a clubhouse that you were very familiar with? Yeah. Um, uh, going into uh, leading up to the, the deadline, trade deadline, uh, kind of thought that was a possibility that I, I might get moved from Pittsburgh. Um, I, I knew uh, in the back of my mind Milwaukee uh, needed some arms with uh, the unfortunate uh, injuries that they've had. We've had. Um, so when, once I, I was notified that uh, it was Milwaukee that where I was headed, um, a little bit of relief, uh, excitement, uh, a lot of emotions, um, just going uh, going through. Uh, a lot of things going through your head. The guy, the guys that you're, um, um, you remember uh, playing with and sharing the clubhouse with, uh, you, the, the same guys that played against uh, a handful of times earlier in the season. Um, a lot of things, like I said, a lot of things uh, go through your mind. But uh, excitement, relief, uh, we're definitely at the top of it. Probably worked out a little bit too that you had Manny Pena behind the plate, and so you guys spent a little time together yesterday. But more of a refresher than anything else. Uh, certainly. Uh, I enjoyed my time with Manny last year. I want to say uh, majority of my relief appearances last year, um, Manny was in there. Um, so uh, he, uh, we, were, we were pretty comfortable uh, going into, into yesterday. Um, Grandall uh, had his say um, in the pregame meetings along with the, the pitching coaches. But uh, uh, for the most part, we kind of just uh, – Went off of what we know uh, of each other. Um, Manny enjoys the uh, the fastballs up in the zone and uh, curveballs off of it, and that obviously suits my uh, repertoire. So uh, things uh, moved pretty smoothly yesterday. How nice was it to get that first start back with the crew out of the way and have such a successful start? Five innings, just three hits, and you gave up just the one run got the win. Yeah, uh, one run ball, can't complain with that. Um, I would obviously love to have another inning or two uh, to take away um, from the bullpen, cover, making them cover. But uh, overall, yeah, uh, a, a good first step. Um, for me personally, uh, uh, the last month or so hasn't been um, a month to remember for me. So uh, uh, to be able to get uh, this new start, this new fresh start with Milwaukee and get the first one under our belts and get a win, um, couldn't ask for more. You got a great curveball, as, as you talked about. That that was a pit, big pitch for you again uh, against the A's in the middle game of the series. And, of course, the fastball is always important to establish. Now you're in between starts, so you get a chance to spend some time with Chris Hook, 
look at some video, all those different things. How different might your repertoire be moving forward as you guys get a, t a chance to dive into the analytics and everything else? You, you spun a couple of sliders in Wednesday's start, a couple of change-ups in there as well. Yeah, uh, we mixed in a couple sliders and change-ups. Those two pitches are definitely uh, number three and four when it comes to my arsenal. Um, I think we, we might implement them uh, maybe two or three more, more times throughout the game. But uh, for me, and I think for us going forward, it's going to be more about um, timing, when to, to use those, who we can use those against. Um, I think that's, that's the biggest thing. Not, not uh, abandon it, but um, using it efficiently and at the right time. Jordan, we appreciate it. Thanks so much, and welcome back to the crew. I appreciate it. Thank you. Our thanks to Jordan Lyles for giving us some time. Lyles was one of the hottest pitchers in baseball to begin the season through the middle portion of May. He was one of the more effective starting pitchers in the National League. And then a little bit of a hiccup. Had a tough month of July on the mound for the Pirates. Also dealt with an injury, but he is back, and he pitched very well against the A's on Wednesday night for the crew and a very encouraging sign. So now you look at the Brewers' rotation. You have Lyles and Adrian Hauser that have been plugged in for the injuries of Brandon Woodruff and Yoli Chassin. And then your other three, of course, Zach Davies, Chase Anderson, and Gio Gonzalez. Gonzalez has been dealing with that shoulder issue, but he is currently throwing a bullpen in Oakland right now and expected to start on Saturday against the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley. Uh, meanwhile, Zach Davies will get the ball to start that series on Friday against the Chicago Cubs. Freddy Peralta has been another big reason why the Brewers' bullpen is taking a step forward. He's starting to get some high leverage innings at the back part of the bullpen, and I had a chance to sit down with him in Oakland and talk about this new role and how he's starting to really flourish in it. Braun sends it to left center and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and gone again for Ryan Braun. He just hit another three-run shot out of here. Time to catch up with the crew. Freddie, uh, you've really flourished in this role now out of the bullpen. Uh, seems like you're really enjoying it too. You're getting some high leverage situations where you're getting out of some different jams and showing a lot of motion as well. Yeah, you know, uh, this is my new my new role right now, and that's what I am doing, enjoying the situation and trying to give my 100% all the time. Your fastball, of course, has ticked up a few, which is natural when you go to the bullpen and you're pitching in those types of situations. I don't know that that's a big surprise to you, uh, but your curveball seems like you found good command with the curveball as well, and that's gotten even sharper as you've gone along. Yeah, yeah, the the curveball is much better. Uh, I can throw for a strike when I want. When I want uh, from a strike to ball two, it's, it's good too. It's there always. And my fastball is going really good. And it's harder too, a little bit. The speed is a little bit different too. And, you know, keep going. You pitched out of the pen some in the minor leagues. Of course, the Brewers do it that way, especially in the lower levels. So this isn't something brand new to you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember... That I that I play like two two different seasons. I was starting and and you know if I start one day, the next the next the next start gonna be like reliever and like that. And it's something that I've been doing. Yeah. Last Wednesday against the Reds, you got the ninth inning. Was the adrenaline pumping a little extra when you got the ninth inning in that game? Yes, uh, the adrenaline is different. The 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 situation make you feel like. Like the game, like the game is more important than the normal, you know, 
and it's something that you feel different. You can you can feel the difference, and you know when you are on the mound in that situation, you know that that you have to to do the best. When you were in a starting role, there were times where your command maybe wasn't the best right out of the gate through the first inning. It hasn't been the case at all for you coming out of the pen. It seems like you've been pretty dialed in from a command standpoint from the get-go. What do you think the cause of that is? Uh, you know, that I remember those days and wasn't good for me, but, but I was. I remember that I was working hard for be better in that situation in the first inning. And, but right now it's different. Right now I just... The soon that I own the mound, I just have to to fight and 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 do my best. You know, keep attacking the zone and and aggressive all the time. For you to step up and start to secure one of these back into the bullpen roles is a big deal for this team. But it also takes maybe a little bit of pressure off Josh Hader, where you know he has another guy that you guys can trust late in games. Does that please you that you're able to to kind of help out some of the other guys a little bit too? I. Uh, you know that it's a sample like last night. Let me make, put that sample to you. And last night I pitched uh, an inning and two two thirds, two outs. And you know he he I threw like a couple pitches, uh, like thirty I can remember. I don't know. Uh, but example, I maybe I am not like pitching tonight. I'm good for pitch tonight, but he's able to pitch tonight. So it's something that we can be like. Yeah. Like every day, if I am not able to pitch in tonight game, he, he will be able for pitch in, in, in the game. So it's something that, that, that we've been doing the last couple games, and I think that's going to work really good. You know, they have the, the, the control or, or off, and they know what, what they are doing, and we, we have to, to give the 100% when, when, when we get to the situation. And, and when the, the opportunity comes and all that. Last road trip, you pitched back-to-back days in Arizona. That's something kind of new for you, but you responded well and performed well. How, how big of a deal is that just mentally to be able to get that part out of the way? Uh, I, you know, they, they've been asking me, like, how you feel in the next day after you pitch? And I've been saying, like, really good. But, you know, they, they, they was feeling like a little bit, like, you know, afraid because they, don't, they didn't know how how I gonna do the the in bad to bad days. But you know I I did it good and I think that right now if they need me and I am able to pitch back to back, they're gonna put me in the game. Freddie, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. You're welcome, you're welcome. Checking in on the farm. Okay, as we check in on the farm, we told you about a bunch of new brewers down on the farm. Jake Faria is going to be in AAA San Antonio. Ray Black is in AAA San Antonio. Mauricio Dubon no longer in AAA San Antonio. Also, Donnie Hart was designated for assignment with those slew of moves on the trade deadline day. And uh, the Brewers also sending Tyler Saladino and Taylor Williams back down to AAA San Antonio with all of those moves on Thursday. So the mission's having a little bit of turnover on that roster right now, but they've been playing very good baseball, 68 and 41 overall on the year. They're in first place in the Pacific Coast League. And of course, we told you Trent Grisham making his debut on Thursday. He hit for the cycle earlier this week, went five for five, hit two home runs, and hit for the cycle. Aaron Perez has been red hot as well. 
uh, down in San Antonio. And in Wednesday's game, he went two for four uh, as well. He has five home runs now uh, in his month, basically, that he has been down in AAA. Double-A Biloxi, 24-15 and 15 in the second half. They had a 20-win month in the month of July. They are in first place in the Southern League South Division. Of course, they won the first half already, and they're two games up in the second half of the Southern League South Division. Dylan Files has been pitching really well for them. On Wednesday, he went six innings, six hits, and no earned runs allowed for the Biloxi Shuckers. High A Carolina, 16-24 and 24 in the second half of the Carolina League, fifth place in that Southern Division, and nine and a half games back. Maurice uh, Mario Feliciano hit his 16th home run of the season on Wednesday. He has shown a lot of power this year, very encouraging sign, and Feliciano probably will be in line to start next year in double-A before it's all said and done. Class A Wisconsin, the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers are 20-18. and 18. They're in fifth place in the second half in the Midwest League's Western Division. They have turned a league-leading 100 double plays. They're also second in fielding percentage, and they've hit nine home runs in the last seven days. There has been a lot of attention paid on David Fry. He has a big bat, and he has looked very impressive so far. They also will see Ethan Small make his... Low A debut on Friday night in a Timber Rattler uniform. So that'll be something pretty exciting to keep an eye on this coming week on the Brewers Farm. And then as we look at the Pioneer League, the rookie Rocky Mountain Vibes, they are 3-2 and two in the second half of the Southern Division's Pioneer League season. That's good for third place. And uh, it's been a, a pretty big start to the year for Nick Call, uh, the draft pick out of Washington. He had a grand slam on Tuesday night and uh, certainly has uh, a bat that is worth paying attention to and he's a pretty good catcher as well and that's going to be a young catcher to pay attention to in the Brewers system moving forward. Alright, let's check out what's coming up. Here's what's on tap. Here is what is on tap for the Brewers after they finish up their series with the A's. They will play a three-game series at Wrigley all day games against the Chicago Cubs. Then all night games in Pittsburgh against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Off day on Thursday, August the 8th. And then the home stand and the home schedule commences on August the 9th at home against the Rangers for three. You're going to have a Josh Hader bobblehead day on the Sunday game. That's a 110 start on August the 11th. And off day on Monday the 12th. And then a two-game series with that interstate rivalry with the Minnesota Twins. That'll be the 13th and the 14th. A 710 start and then a 110 start against the Minnesota Twins on the 13th and the 14th. Should be a really fun and exciting homestand. Brewers right in the thick of things in the NL Central. That is going to do it for us and this week's edition of Brewers on Tap. We will join you next week as the crew returns home to get ready for that big homestand. Have a great one, everybody. I'm Lane Grindle.